What's going on, everybody? Corey here. Hey, Rogue One comes out in like two days. So guess what? We're not talking about it, lips or seal, but we've still got reviews. We've still got rumors, and we've got a whole lot of other content around tonight. We've got holiday music and more. You're going to want to stick around for this episode of Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! What? What? I don't want a lot for Christmas. Okay. What do you want? There's just one thing I need, Gary. For sure. For I don't sure? care. I don't. I don't. I don't care about the presents underneath the uh, the the Christmas tree. Good. I didn't get you. Okay. One. I just want you for my own more no. than you could ever know. No. Make my wish come true. Uh-uh. That's not happening. All I want for I got you Christmas a Funko Pops. Is you. I got you the Snap Wexley Funko Pop. <laughs> and you're going to love it. Baby. <laughs> Come on, Corey. Hey. I, it, Corey, that high Corey note. wants you, Garrett. I just went into a, a friggin' uh, Garrick, he wants you coma. For Christmas, talking about, buddy. I know. I was just singing to Garrick. My, my nose is bleeding now. Thank you. Yeah. I've had Garrick for Christmas. Had him you know good. What I'm yeah. Yeah. Garrick yeah. and I Wait, Garrick and I Garrick and I have decorated a Christmas tree together more than once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have. It's a very very uh, cool moment. Yes, and our first time. foray was our first foray was by far the best because we didn't have any decorations and we were poor college students. We could, the back the fact that we had a tree and two strands of lights was amazing in and of itself. And a cookie I found under my bed that had been there for about a year. Yep. That was awesome. And oh, so sweet. we started like ripping open all of Garrick's old MREs he hadn't eaten and, and <laughs> we put the Tabasco yeah, bottles. The little I miniature about that. <laughs> little miniature glass Tabasco bottles and they were awesome. <laughs> so we like t- we had paper clips that we just wrapped around and we were hanging these little miniature Tabasco <laughs> bottles all over the tree. <laughs> People were walking like, what is great. this? Is it Tabasco sauce? That's cool. Yeah, it is. We should have sold those. What I know it. I know it. We could make a good money selling a single serving Tabasco sauces. Now I have a legit Christmas tree, and it is 70% Star Wars ornaments. Nice. I have a legit Christmas tree. There's not a Star Wars ornament on it, but and are you ready for this? I'm getting ready to get kicked out of the podcast. You ready for this? Oh, right great. in the dead center, the largest ornament on the entire tree, John Luke uh-huh. Picard. I have that one. <laughs> Is it the one where he's walking down the hallway? Yeah, the hallway's behind him, yeah. Yeah, nice. I got that one. Yeah, I, I don't remember how I got this or where I got this, but it's literally the only like only themed ornament on our tree that's not like Disney stuff. Oh, man, you need to hit that Hallmark hard. I know, but it's so expensive. Yeah, Christmas ornaments true. are ridiculously expensive. So you put like you put like a hundred of them on the tree, and you go to Hallmark and like hey, it's only fourteen ninety nine. What? That's cheap. That's one uh, that doesn't play music, I guess. Yeah, that one doesn't get a light that gets plugged into its arse and light up. Hey, mm-hmm. everybody, welcome to Fly Casual. Hey, your light speed. Hey, that's us. That is us. And All of we us. have got an action-packed episode tonight. Oh my gosh! Well, let's don't not waste. Promise. Let's not waste a lot more time. I'm your host, Corey. Over there's Mike poking at his finger in his scotch. Rogue One guy. I know. One I know. Here. Couple days. So Couple days. <laughs> <laughs> for yeah, for Garrick, it's two days. For us, yes. it's two and change. I can't wait. <laughs> yep. Yep. 
Yep, 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 yep. And over there is Howie Master Control. Um, Garrick, I have what? a 71% Star Wars ornament Dang on my it. tree. Oh, shoot, Dang it. man. Damn. Shoot. And Dang over there it. across the pond down a few is Mr. Garrick, not Jay Hardy. Yeah, I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it Thursday. Suck it, monkeys. I'm, I'm While you're going out, to. You should get one more ornament so you can have like 72%. Oh, you make an excellent I, point. I, I just want you to know that I'm seeing it too Thursday night as well. Oh, nice. I'm not. I am holding off. I'm waiting till Friday. And the I'm reason you, for man. this is that I I don't want to deal with crowds. Matinee, buddy. Uh, yeah, matinee prices are nice. And uh, also, here's the f- real fun part. Uh, the kids will be in school. Mm-hmm. Amen, brother. Uh, here's another fun part about that is that I don't have to stand in a line or wait in the crowds the night before. I can just stay up late, do whatever I want, sleep in the next morning. Mm. And then head Preach out, it, brother. Head out and see it. the movie in the middle of the afternoon. Oh yeah, I'm I'm actually really really so looking sexy. forward to how we're doing this. Mm. You know, whatever with, you have to do to justify it with episodes. That's right, Gary. With episode seven, <laughs> we we did the you know the early show and we stayed up late and did the podcast that night. And we're just kind of like, you know, we got we already are recording uh, the night of opening day anyway. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm just gonna see it that day, just one time, and then I'm gonna have enough time to soak, digest. It'll be you know? fresh in your head, in your yep. head bone. Yeah, my, Dude, do you have enough head, room? Do you have bone. enough room in your in your recliner to cuddle? Because after that Aww. speech, man, I'm with you, buddy. Bro, bro, they got these big armrests in between the recliners, but they're cushions, so ain't no reason why you can't climb. Do they fold oh, up? Yeah. Do the armrests fold up? No, they don't fold up. Uh, they just, got the armrests have the big old electronic controls for the recliner. Ooh, yeah, that's yeah. nice. That's I want to nice. nuzzle in, buddy. That's a great Aww. thing about this theater is that. I don't. I hate sitting next to people at the theater because I'm I'm a big dude and I got Except wide me. shoulders, and I <laughs> hate touching other people. Yeah, it's Except gross. Me. You and I have you and I have sat well nestled up against each other and, several and times. You do not have to uh, do the one seat buffer rule. No, that's the great thing because the armrests are like thick enough to hold. You know, you know they are. They're thicker than the cup holder. They're very wide. I and love the our seats local are so Regal wide. Cinema. Yeah, the seats are so wide. It's awesome. funny because Regal used to be all of our local cinemas, and they Hell were yeah. awful. Yeah. But then they redid their newest one, shut yeah, down all the rest did. of them, and yeah, like you don't even have to use the armrests. I mean, and you like recline back so far. You just like I just fold my hands over my belly, and then I'm. That's where you put your popcorn. That's true. Except my belly's so big, sometimes the popcorn gets up a little high in front of the screen. So, you know. Lame. Actually, most time I just sit next to my kid and make her hold the popcorn bucket because she, yeah, she feels all important, and that's, then I don't have to. That's why we have kids. Slaves. That's right. That's popcorn slavery. holders. That's right. Blood slavery is what that is. Yep. It's time for the pork and spite of the week. Oh, Wait, oh, hold on. I, wow. man, is this a trend? What is going on? I am freaking This out. is a Christmas miracle. I was getting ready to do stuff. I don't know if y'all know this, maybe. but the original writers of the Star Wars holiday special were hired <laughs> because they had experience writing for mimes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> and, and it was oh, Lucas, George, Lucas, George, who wanted the first 10 minutes to be exclusively Wookiees with no dialogue whatsoever. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> This and he makes, got his wish. This makes got so it. much sense to me now. So much sense. <laughs> I got. I got to. Oh, there he went. I. I oh, bye. Uh, He'll be back, right? Yeah, literally. Kid. I think it's more than that. I think it's like forty-five minutes of 
Wookiees. Sure, dude, and that no way. subtitles. Dude, I, 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 for whatever reason, I don't know how this happened, but I have never actually researched the Star Wars holiday special. I've seen it. I've showed it to other. I, I should. I, I've, you know, I've, I've exposed other people to it. I've yeah, inflicted people. it. That's the word. Thank you. I've inflicted it on others. Even recently, I've done so, and uh, to people who'd never seen it before, and. I but I never researched it, and so when when Porkins kid said he wanted to do some some holiday special uh, Porkins bits, I'm like, well, I don't see why not. Yeah. And so then I I got curious, and oh my gosh, what a treasure trove of nightmare fuel! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you think the special was bad? You should read the frustrate what what would we call it frust frustratainment? I don't remember what the word was. <laughs> frustratainment of Brennan. the poop show that that whole thing i mean like the dude they hired to direct it didn't have any experience because george lucas liked working with no names and getting people their start and the dude had only worked with like like a single camera film and here they had a multi-camera variety show and the guy got mad and quit when they'd only recorded like 10 minutes worth of stuff (laughs) it's just full of stuff like even if you're like a huge fan of bad movies you wouldn't like that you wouldn't like the movie B. Arthur uh, recorded her song and left and had no idea it was affiliated with Star Wars. <laughs> she's, she, I, she's surrounded by all these weird creatures and stuff because she's at the cantina scene. Yes. Had no idea it had to do with this big movie that everybody was talking about that had come out. So great. <laughs> Classic B. Arthur. Great stuff. That's yep. just like her. And then there's Maud. Hey, uh, I think it's time to get into some reviews. All right. You sure you don't have another Porkins to fit in there? I'm not upstairs. I can't see if his if mom's oh. car is idling in the driveway. Right. I have no idea. That's all right. That's it's fine. It's a crapshoot. I'll keep an eye out. Just make sure it doesn't jump up on me again. Right. Yep. Like Christmas and death. Uh-huh. Anyway, hey, guys, yep. we got a plethora of uh, things to review today, including, up to and including, Han number five, the comic, Star Wars 25, the comic, Star Wars annual number two, and uh, a couple episodes of Rebels, and uh, maybe some uh, Rogue One Catalyst talk. Dear God in heaven. Yeah, a lot of stuff happened. Yeah. A lot of stuff. It's almost like they're not holding back comics and only releasing one per month anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Han Solo is now done, but... We will have Dr. Afro next time. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is really, you know, 50% of the Han Solo content anyway. Oh, it's Darth Vader content, right? Yeah, whatever. Same, anyway. Same difference. Han number five. So, guys, you ready for me to break this down? Bring it. Han five me. Here we go. Han this five. is it. It's the end. The final stretch in Han Solo's wacky races. Yes, and it's down the, to the uh, wire. And TIE fighters and Imperial Star Destroyers are trying to put an early end to the Corellian captain's racing career. And it sure doesn't help that Han and Chewie are hauling a group of loudmouth spies. What? Which is kind of not a good trait for a spy to have, by the way. Yeah. As well as yeah, one yeah, spy yeah. who was recently corpsed by one in their midst. Who could it be? Everyone's a suspect. It could be anyone. It's the Duro. I mean, of course it is. Come on. Yeah. It's always it's always the Duro. I mean, come on, it's got devil eyes. Yeah. Bastards. Meanwhile, outside the ship, it's getting cray cray with the racers. The Imperials are shooting at the racers. A Promethean jump gate is there, and there's an <laughs> interdimensional jellyfish. Oh, uh, Waru. Yeah. And before anyone can start peeing on anyone else's sting wounds, Han pulls up and lets the strange magic alien lady win so she can go back home. But don't worry, she soon returns with a fleet of space blimps to blast the Imperials into space vapor. (gasps) And Han 
and what's left of the passengers make it back to the rebel base. <sighs> and we end with a scruffy-looking nerf herder getting to first base with Leia Organa. Oh, oh yeah. almost, nice. almost holding Almost holding hands as first base, right? So I thought it is? was just uh, over the shirt. I thought over the shirt was first oh, base. Oh, well, maybe it's like he... Or is that... Maybe it was a ball. Maybe he got a ball or bunt. Maybe he bunted. Okay. And bunt foul. He got a bunt foul. That's what happened. Yeah, Yeah. forced walk. Got it. Yeah, good job. Good job. Sportsing term. Yeah. Hey, three-point touchdown. Han Solo is over. The five-issue run is finally complete. Also, spoiler, he did. Yeah, he died at the end. Han dies at the end. Mm -hmm. Hello. Yep. Yeah. That always happens in these comics. I don't know why they keep killing off the main characters. Canon. Yeah, it seems kind of... <laughs> it is uh, now. Yeah, I guess it's in a different universe, maybe. It is Marvel, after all, so who knows. So uh, this issue, I really like the Han Solo run as a whole, I guess. Um, kind of a little action-adventure. The art was really good. Dialogue was pretty pretty spot-on. Uh, there was interdimensional creatures, which, I don't know, <laughs> whatevs. That is a... No, no, I'm going to show you guys. That is a jellyfish. It's a gi- in space. Yeah. giant. <laughs> outside of the giant. dimension, jellyfish. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I okay. <laughs> when in doubt, jellyfish. Right? Why not? <laughs> Why not? Man, I gotta say, I loved, I loved this comic all the way through until yeah. this issue. I, <laughs> oh yeah. man, that's disappointing. It was. Yeah. I mean, it was okay. I mean, the art is still top notch. I mean, that's oh, been the best trait the whole time. The story's been great, too, until this. I, it was just weird because the way it ended, okay, they're at the end of this race, and then we have the, the space jellyfish that jumps out of nowhere. <laughs> and then this interdimensional time warp thing, okay, and um, which is the end of the race, and the winner is supposed to go through this, and that's how they win the race. Okay, so I'm, like, swallowing that, but <laughs> what I'm not swallowing is that Han was winning and then decides to pull up and let this other creature that's supposedly the last in existence go through. Okay. Because yeah. she I'm said like, if she doesn't win, she'll die. So right. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, oh, that, that's so Good sad. Thing I have a heart of gold. So, yeah. yeah, right. So he's got a whole, he's got a whole buttload <laughs> a of, of rebel spies and, and his rebellion on his ship. And he's just like, oh, that's so sad. I'm going to let her go. And yeah, it's the fate of the galaxy in his hand. He's like, right. ah, I'll be all right. <laughs> so, yeah, go ahead. Figure it out. Yeah, right. Um, Rub some dirt on it. You know it. what? <laughs> I would have swallowed this more if they would have had some kind of conversation like, you know, hey, trust me, let me go. You know, I would have swallowed it, but he didn't. He was just like, oh, I'm going to be a nice guy. And, oh, I don't know how we're going to get out of this. We're going to die. And then <laughs> yeah, magically, she tell com- me the odds. <laughs> magically, she comes. <laughs> she isn't the last of her species. Apparently, she brings her whole that dick, <laughs> her whole like <laughs> like this armada through back through this hole yeah. and yells, fool, yeah. you. Uh-huh. <laughs> and like kills the empire and everybody's safe. And yay. Yay. The kills empire. the empire. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing. Cannon. <laughs> Cannon, it's here. So, like wow. I said, if even if they would have just had, I, I, dude, I've been reading comics long enough now to accept, you know, space jellyfish <laughs> and things like that, and time warps and all that. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, just one little tiny conversation with this little alien girl, who, who, if she would have just said, hey, I'm gonna come back and help you. Yeah. I would have been like, oh, okay, I, I can swallow yeah. that. But... Why did she have to be from a different dimension? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, 
don't know. Every time Star Wars does interdimensional things, it makes me cringe because of. Uh, oh, it should be. Tri- it should make you rage. Is it Crystal Star? Is that yeah? Yeah, Crystal yeah. Star. Uh, that had Waru, the interdimensional yeah, force being. Oh man. Yeah, I agree. It's like okay, at, at some point. Sci-fis can live in separate spaces. <laughs> there doesn't, yeah. yeah, you don't have to do all of sci-fi in every sci-fi. Space is pretty darn big. She could be from anywhere. Uh, I mean, she could yeah. be from outside the galaxy. I mean, <laughs> hey guys, the uh, new Star Trek series that CBS is trying desperately to cobble together so that they can release it on streaming, so no one watches it. Uh, <laughs> I, my understood is that the phasers are actually going to be sword form. So have, they're gonna have light phasers. Are you kidding? Oh. No, because you gotta have light. Yeah, no, I'm making it out. Of course, I'm not. I'm serious. I believed you because they would do that. <laughs> but I that's did my too. point. That's the kind of like thing. Like, well, we gotta have everything and everything. People like that. <laughs> so it's sci-fi. You like la- people like laser swords, right? Also, uh, xenomorphs and predators will all be in it. Okay, I'm in. Yeah, uh, back in. Yep, and uh, fighting Dorian, fighting Dorian xenomorphs and predators with lightsabers, phasers yep. sounds yep. awesome. And plutonium powered time machines. Oh man, you just keep making better. I know, I know. It's, or it's what about the Mister Fusion? Do they have the Mister Fusion? Uh, there will be variants with and without, and also Mary Shelley's Frankenstein will be present. So oh. it's going to be a good time had by all. Man, this is great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All the science fiction and then all the aliens and they, make and all, that. They travel to the moon by getting into a giant gun that fires a capsule into the moon's eye, into okay. its eyeball. Oh, oh, well, yeah, yeah. I know, I know because all of science fiction is going to be <laughs> in one. It's just, it's like. You know, I, I don't. You know, I don't want to sound like leave Star Wars alone. Like I don't want to, but that's what you this, sound yeah. like. That's what that, you sound but, like, Corey. That's fine. That's fine. There's just some stuff that you don't need. You know, it's like if someone's gonna write Star Wars and they're instead of saying, you know, we need to get the light speed, someone says, you know, warp nine, engage. It's unnecessary to to just rewrite those lines or you know redraw those lines. I mean, yeah. I don't know. These comics are big separate, on space creatures. Separate but equal, Garrick, is what I'm saying. Separate but equal. I don't I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> like, anyway, moving is that, on. Is that, does that have a negative connotation? Does that, does that mean something else? No, you're good, man. You're good. Okay. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. You're from the South, right? So you're <laughs> anyway, Star Wars 25 also came out. Yeah. Which, uh, so I'm going to break this down. You guys ready for this? Yes. Oh, here we go. All right. Here we go. Oh, goody. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we continue our theme of things coming to an end as we witness the last flight of the Harbinger bringer. bringer hey, Harbinger. Oh, man. Stop. Oh, so he was close. there. He was so close. He was not there. <laughs> the, so close. The Super Stormtrooper squad is close to retaking the dying Star Destroyer. Close, that is, until <laughs> Son of Staros brings the noise and the pain. And Ninja kicks to the face. Mm-hmm. As Sana is dealing with her stormtrooper across the ship, Luke is going saber to saber with his stormtrooper. Oh, yeah. And he's about to get put into binders when he remembers that whole force pushy thingy that he has. And yeah. sends the plastic steel armor dude whying into some boxes, in which he later has to 127 hours his way out of. Chewie Han and the princess <laughs> soon find their way off the ship via the viewport and into cold, dark space. But soon everyone is off the ship and onto the Falcon and into hyperspace. But soon Leia is sitting in her her seat on the plane and has a Kate McAllister moment as she realizes she left C-3PO home alone with the Stormtrooper bandits. Oh, no. Hopefully he knows how to set traps. Nice. Yes. Hopefully he has an extensive collection of micro machines. Yeah. And broken ornaments. Yeah. And blow torches. 
I know. And, and feathers. And a, a can of tar. And macaroni and cheese. And loose housing shingles. And nails. And really, really, really <laughs> thick braided rope. And a really creepy guy with a shovel. And a tarantula. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, what he needs. Paint cans. So yep. yeah, Star Wars 25 <laughs> happened to us. <laughs> I mean, well, it's okay. It's, it's the end of the arc. Yeah, yeah which I'm, is I'm good. I'm glad it's done. Yeah, so that, far, that all the Star Wars series are going out with a bang. <laughs> Every one of them's just, just, just finishing on top. Right, yeah. guys? Yeah. Right, guys? Uh, yeah. Darth Vader finished awesome. The Leia comic. That was the job. Oh, did we have a Leia comic? I don't remember that. Oh, uh, man. There's a, it's all, everything's great. Yeah. But uh, it was, a, I guess this issue wasn't as bad as the previous issues, in my opinion. No, I mean, we got You're it was right. cool to see Sana jump into action and just start yeah. beating the crap out of a stormtrooper. I was all right with that. She had yeah. some cool scenes, and then we had a... Uh, Chewie getting head-butted by a stormtrooper and then throwing said stormtrooper into some electrical boxes. That was kind of cool. Electrical boxes. A lot of, a lot of cool action happening. Yeah. A g- guy s- cut off his own arm. That was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then he got a robot arm because it's Star Wars. <laughs> he was a stormtrooper yeah. and he got pinned down. And yeah. he was like, I ain't staying here, so I'm going to take this lightsaber. I'm going to cut my arm off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he, I don't know where he got the the robot arm, but I guess he just found one laying around and just like stuck it into his stump somehow. Hell yeah. I don't yep. know. It seemed kind why of quick. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, why not? It's Star Wars. Things happen. It is, yeah. So That's yeah, they, they get away, but C-3PO is in Imperial custody now, so we'll see what happens there. He did. Dun, dun, dun. He did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, please don't get up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm glad this arc is over. Um. <laughs> Art hasn't been my favorite. You guys are not selling me on I'm, getting back. Yeah, to the, the art. The art has been a real Damn challenge. Damn it, dude! For no, me. this should be your your motivation to get back in because this arc is done. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully, we'll be getting a new artist. Yeah, yeah. that hopefully part. That hopefully part is uh, now, now. The next issue is actually uh, drawn by uh, a different artist, and it will feature some Yoda pre Phantom Menace. So, Woo-hoo! yeah. So that'll be interesting. It should be the next issue should be really cool. the The cover art is neat. Has Yoda on the front with his lightsaber and a bunch of mysterious looking figures. In the seagulls, background. seagulls hitting him in the coconut. Yeah, seagulls. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see where it goes from here. Uh, I guess it can't get any worse, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, you it- underestimate <laughs> the power of the dark side. Well, just to, just to wrap this up, basically Vader's pissed off at the stormtroopers for not accomplishing their mission but they're like hey we're badass so you can't just toss us aside yeah and, we, uh, oh by the way squadron. we've got three po dun, dun, yeah. dun. Bum, bum, bum. the end yeah well <laughs> so. not quite the end because um you, the one thing you did not mention is that we <laughs> they they had to justify the five <laughs> or the 499 <laughs> cover oh price. yeah they did have a little <laughs> they have uh, a second they have a second um little <laughs> goofy cartoony yeah Thing. It was like a Calvin and Hobbes looking cartoon. Yeah, it was like a, it was a, a, a uh, I guess a in memoriam of Kenny Baker passing away. Is that yeah. what that is? Yeah. So they did a whole R two D two little mini comic in the back, and <sighs> it was it was not a good. It was no. Most good. of it was yeah R two just beating shit up. I, yeah, it was just him trying to get from one end of this base to the other, and 
He just kept running into things. The end. <laughs> Although, no, when he got there, like, oh, we were just kidding. We decided to call it off. Could yeah, you go back not, to that other go place? We're not going to mission that we said that was vital. <laughs> and then, so bomb, 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 bomb. The end. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it really warranted a mention because it was. I I gotta say, it, just I'm saying this in general. I've been seeing this a lot lately with comics. I don't like it. This four ninety nine. I mean, they've yeah. been three ninety nine, yep. right? Yeah. I'm seeing this four ninety nine more and more now, and they're yep. just doing these little you things know why? like this to justify money. the additional cost. You want to know why? Because people money. aren't. Because I really believe that they know that there are enough people who are buying the comics to collect them. Oh yeah. Not because they obviously not because they just want to read them. So they know that they can charge whatever they're experimenting to charge yeah. whatever they want eventually. See, at least DC with their main titles, for the most part, charge two ninety nine, uh, across, mostly across the board with like you know their main Batman and all that stuff. So, I guess they, I don't know why Marvel doesn't do that because they're jerks. Stupid Marvel. They are jerks. But anyway, final comic here, Star Wars Annual number two. What annual? Which, Technically, would make it a biannual. So we're all Marvel, in Indi- we're all in the to, state of Indiana. You to, so you you need to stop saying annual and say annual. <laughs> annual. Annual. It's I'm annual. Right. And also, you live in Indianapolis. I I do. Yes. But you're missing like several vowels in there. I know. I know. I know. But I've learned people say Indianapolis. I'm Canadian though. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. By marriage, buddy. I'm sorry. Remember <laughs> Indianapolis, eh? <laughs> Take Cheap off. shot. Cheap shot. So anyway, here we go, guys. And but you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna change it up here. Let's take it's time for a little story time. Oh, oh. you guys ready for story time? So grab up, get your pillow, sit on your colored square, get the kids together, because it's it's time for a little story. Once upon a time in a far, far away magical land of fake Jakku, there lived a mighty <laughs> Amazon woman named Bash. One day Bash found a wounded princess in the sand. And she decided to bring her home and nurse the dying girl back to health. But little did Bash know that this princess once ruled over the destroyed land of Whoopass, a land in which every <laughs> greeting was met with a hearty headbutt or a wrench to the jaw. After a few lumps and bruises from the two women tussling, they soon became best friends. And it was just in the nick of time. As the nasty old emperor Shivi Palp sent his dark minions out to capture the princess so he could lock her in his tall tower. But Bash learned a most valuable lesson from the princess. Always greet people with a hearty headbutt and a blunt object upside the head, (laughs) especially if it's a minion of the emperor. Mm -hmm. Soon the two friends escaped the village, but the evil forces were hot on their tails. But little did they know that Bash has mermaid magic. And she turns herself and the princess into fish, and they swim far, far away to find the princess's friend, Luke, Han, and the carpet. After a lot of swimming, they surface and find their friends, and they all blast off into space and live happily ever after. I'm scrolling scrolling through this, and that was pretty accurate. Yeah. (laughs) That was frighteningly accurate. (laughs) Yeah, so Star Wars Uh, Annual number two, we get a new character. Yep. Yeah. Bash, a.k.a. Yeah. Pash with a P, which is a real yeah. name. Right. And uh, she is, uh, 
quite a hearty woman, I would yeah. I would say. Yeah. <laughs> what did I call her before we were talking about uh, Rosie the Roid Riveter? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. That's the best way to describe her. Yeah, yeah. she's Except she's uh, imagine large. Rosie with like uh I don't know, 30 inch bicep. <laughs> <laughs> she's that's what she's riveting roids, bro. Yeah, man. She's Amazonian. Uh yeah. Yes. She's uh she's a hearty woman. <laughs> how do you feel? How, how do we feel about the uh, the the story here? I, you know, the well, story's okay, man. Yeah. I'm okay with. It. I, you know, let's compare it to the other annual. The other annual is much better. Yes, I thought the. I don't the, remember the other annual. The other Refresh annual me. was about. Um, there was a. It was a, a rebel spy. Yes, like he was deep spy, into the uh, into the empire to the uh, point where he was like a upper echelon. He had been promoted to an upper echelon, um, imperial position and uh he was he took it upon himself to try to assassinate um palpatine okay and uh actually they brought him back into later issues of the main star wars comic yeah he was the main villain for a little while right right so exactly so um that was a cool character now this one i mean it's pretty obvious to me they're gonna bring her back too so we'll have to see what they do with her but um i mean i don't know it was okay story yeah you know, basically, they they kind of set her up as she was neither pro empire or pro rebellion. Yeah. She was kind of like in the middle, and she was kind of just pissed. trying to get by. <laughs> She's Switzerland, man. Right. Yeah. Very neutral. She's the still center of the turning wheel of war. She kind of felt <laughs> like that. You know, both the empire and the rebellion were just murdering people haphazardly and and didn't give you know two craps about it, but. At the end of the comic, Leia convinced her to join yeah. the rebellion. They, I mean, it was so. there was some cool, <laughs> cool dialogue in there where uh, yeah, right. her, her and Pat, uh, Leia and Pash were sitting behind a wall hiding from some stormtroopers, and they kind of the subject of uh, Alderaan comes up, and Pash is like, "Yeah, you you could have you know told them kind of the gist of it is like you could have told them where the rebel base was, and then saved all saved those all lives. those people, right? And yeah. then Leia kind of breaks down a little bit, and she's like, "Yeah, I, I know. I think about that every day, but I, you know, I had to make the decision that I made to save a lot more people." And it, you kind of get her motivation uh, to why she's fighting the Emperor so hard is that every every time she does something to take down the Imperial, she's doing it for Alderaan to make that kind of that sacrifice that she had to make count for right. uh, for the you know the the full effect you know you're I had right. to sacrifice there was my a planet. lot of, you're right there's a lot of dialogue in this and I that's that's where it kind of comes in that's where it's meaty yeah, yeah. so I, I you know there's a few things a couple things in this comics that jump out to me first off we've established that now uh every astromech droid in the entire galaxy has like a heavy duty rocket engine shoved up his butt yeah. despite <laughs> the fact around Despite the fact that astromech droids, their whole purpose has been to plot astro navigation. Well, they got to get into the, the you little know, cockpit. Hey, thing. yeah, it's like it's like oh, we we need droids that are you know sophisticated enough to to compute these complicated things, and also two thirds of them are just a rocket engine. But Corey, you're not. Don't tell me if you had an astromech droid, you wouldn't put a rocket in it. Come on. But man. I'm just saying, in the case That'd be the where the first thing I do. In a ki- in the case where Pash and Leia are under the sea, I'm having a problem with the fact that she has a uniball droid. Well, it's a water droid. It's it was a this- water droid. Yeah, because yeah, Pash's uh, backstory, she did underwater uh, mining. Or right. Something. 
There is absolutely no attempt artistically to justify why a thing that looks like this can do anything underwater whatsoever. Well, the exposition told you. Ah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The exposition told you dot, 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 never mind. That it's uh, underwater. Item number two, uh, you guys uh-huh. forgot to mention that we were introduced to uh, to uh, uh, post-pregnancy Chewy. In this <laughs> yeah, you like that? Fat yeah. Chewy. It was an interesting uh, take that on was, Chewy there. I was going to say, because Especially most... on the last page. He looks like where, a hand puppet. Uh, on the last page, he's like that is the chubbiest Chewy <laughs> I've ever seen. It is so weird because I like, I really like the art in this annual. Yeah, it's for not the bad most part, overall. Until I got the Chewy, and I was like, <laughs> What? Yeah, what? That, I started cracking up when I first saw him. Like, oh, you got to be kidding me! Well, what it is, che- uh, Chewie just actually—he uh, just fully conditioned his entire body. He used a really heavy conditioner. <laughs> oh, sure, you not to give me a medal. <laughs> so now it's very silky he used, and wafty. He used L'Oreal. Yes, he did. <laughs> he Vito Sassoon. Oh yeah, for true salon care. Per, is it Pert Plus so it can shampoo and condition? There Are you, you kidding me? You're not going to get that kind of silky sheen out of a shampoo plus conditioner, Garrick. It would turn it a greener hue, I guess. <laughs> that's what Pert does, after all. It turns everything green. <laughs> yes, does, it does Pert still exist, man? That's all my family, ever, my dad used to I use. I don't know. Okay. I don't have Anyhow, much hair the one, to the one thing, <laughs> The one thing I got to say that I don't understand is when they decide to swim for it. Yeah. <laughs> they they decide to put on um, wetsuits, and Leia puts on one of Pasha's wetsuits. <laughs> yeah, it fits perfectly. And she, it's like, Way well, no. At first, yeah, it's way too big. Yeah, it's big, but then you and then suddenly it fits her just <laughs> yeah. fine. Yeah, they make it's a point. Of it. they make a, she's standing there holding her arms out with the sleeves folded <laughs> yeah. over her hands, like, "How am I supposed to even do this?" And then a panel later, and everything's fine. <laughs> Apparently, she found she found the little Back to the Future yes, two. Yeah. Thank you. you know, I was gonna say the same thing. Resizing fit. <laughs> I'm sure after they got out of the water, they're probably dry. (laughs) Your wet suit is now dry. dry. (laughs) I didn't quite get that, but power laces. So they did bring Back to the Future into the Star Wars universe. Yes. Yep. That's how they did it. That's how they get you. So that was good. What's next? Next, we're moving on to. (laughs) Moving on to. Hit the button, Corey. Rebels. Yeah, Rebels. So we had two episodes of Rebels come out. Holy cow. One was the the first one, which is easy, Iron Squadron. And the ah. second one, which is the uh, <laughs> Winkathu job? Winkathu? Winkathu? Winkathu job? I'm winking a thoo. <laughs> I'm winking a thoo, Mike. Yeah. Winking right. right at thoo. Winking really? Thoo. Yeah. So Iron Squadron was the first one that aired and uh mm-hmm. interesting episode, uh, I guess. It's a uh, probably just one of those little one shots that we've been getting and kind of getting tired of. Um didn't really yeah. advance didn't really advance the story much, but we got some uh, cool action with a yeah. a new YT light freighter, a YT2400. I, and I don't want to take a, I want to take a moment to reflect. Um, the YT twenty four hundred, uh, of course, uh, introduced made popular by uh, being Dash Rendar ship in Shadows of the Empire. Uh, he had a YT twenty four hundred, and it is not technically new to the new canon because it has been in a mobile game that has actually featured lots of ships that were part of the Legends, and that's the only place those things have shown up. The YT-2400 is technically in a New Hope special edition. Yeah, technically. And a background thing. 
But the fact that we saw it being used extensively and doing some cool stuff, I don't care. I'm leaning on it. Welcome yes. back. It's the Outrider, right, guys? It might as well be. Dash Rendar is going to come into the Rebellion. Yeah. He's going to be like, hey, what are you doing yeah. with that ship? It's pretty cool. Yeah, hey, Take hey it. I, I got some proton bombs. Yeah, I'll, trade I'll, you I'll give you for ship. that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they'll do anything for a proton bomb. I mean, that's just what they say. I'm not. I know saying, every episode is all about getting proton bombs. Oh, get some proton bombs. Anyway, proton bombs. So anyway, yeah. So this episode kind of uh, heavily features uh, Sato as uh, what's his his nephew and yeah. his crew on the Iron Squadron, which is basically yeah. just that Y two twenty four hundred. It's kind of misleading. It's not a whole squadron. It's just one ship. Yeah. Like that. But they call themselves Iron Squadron because they're dumb kids. Yeah, stupid kids. They're a bunch of dumb kids. Yeah, oh, we got we got dumb kids acting <laughs> like adults, and uh, they're marginally effective. Yeah. So the, yeah. the Sato's nephew's name is Mart Matten, and uh, Japan Junior. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> kind of that's kind of a homage to Matt Martin, who does a lot of stuff for Lucasfilm. So interesting little tidbit there, I guess. Yep. So yeah, it's just them, uh, and then uh, we got some Thrawn action a little bit, a little bit of Thrawn. He's uh, a little skosh. Yeah, he's putting some uh, Admiral Constantine. He's uh, say, hey, you know that Iron Squadron that's blowing up all your crap? You need to go out there and fix it all by yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool to see Thrawn kind of testing uh, his his uh, you know subordinates' metal to see who's good right. and who's not. So it's kind of cool to see Thrawn just uh, dispose kind of of. Constantine, or yeah, he's, it doesn't really matter. It's not a big deal. He's like, yeah, go if he wins, he's good. If not, well, yeah, no big loss. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so it's it's cool, you know. They they have a lot of action, had some chopper, not um, a lot of story, not not a lot of story. Episode. I mean, it's it's hard to really describe it because nothing really happens except it's the, just one long rescue scene. Yeah, with, and the only hook is that. Oh, this kid's related to Captain Japan, so we're supposed to care. And it's it's not like it was bad. Yeah. But well, they thought he was dead, and now he's yeah. alive. So I guess that's a touching moment. Like, oh, you're, he's alive. Oh, I cool. guess it could have been. But we yes. left him back there in, in his disabled ship, so he's probably still dead. Yeah. So yep. sorry about that, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was, but yeah, I mean... I, I think the whole the whole hey here's a group of kids and they're holding their own they're scrapping, it's kind of kind of cliche. Yeah, I don't but, know, man. I'm gonna throw this out there, but uh-oh, it feels uh-oh. like I haven't been taking another drink these. of scotch first. I have not been watching these lately. What really? So I've been listening to you guys, and it seems like that. I mean, we've been having a lot of fillers lately. Yeah, I, my, mostly yeah. yes. No, I I, yeah. I feel like it's fifty fifty right now. Right. I mean, basically, what they're doing is they're they're kind of they're kind of taking the Breaking Bad approach, where they're giving you, or I shouldn't really say the Breaking Bad approach, but they're no, giving that you. That is the Breaking Bad approach. Uh, they're giving you about you know a minute and a half of overarching story per filler episode. Yes. Right. You know, so they're just kind of trying to, but I mean, remember, it's a it's a twenty one minute show. Right. So it's going to be super, super condensed when they do that. And in a 21 minute show, you almost have to ask, is this really worth it? You know, yeah, this it, because it almost highlights the fact that some of these things are in seemingly inconsequential when they occur, even though there always seems to be a random episode where they're like, let's bring back the kooky scrapping kid, you know, I, something <laughs> like that. But um, 
it's it's not bad. I mean, this isn't Spider episode bad. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No this spiders. isn't first, first Spider episode bad. So these no, are still I, worth watching. I need to go and catch up is what you're saying. I, I, I feel like it. I, I haven't seen... I, maybe we've had one this year so far. It depends if the they one. do anything with these characters. I mean, who yeah. knows how important they'll be down the line. Yeah. I, I mean, mean that's we, how I feel. I mean, I feel, I mean, Captain Sato's nephew, son? yeah, nephew or yeah. buddy or I don't nephew. know. It's his nephew. I mean, it was really, really we're going to bring him back and he's going to be consequential to the overall story. Doubt like, it. No, I doubt yeah. it. Maybe <laughs> they, if anything, he'll show up standing in the background while they're all standing around a hollow table looking they're at like, some hey, you Iron Squadron, go do a thing. And they'll be like, OK, we're on it. And that's and it. they're all and then like the, and the two other ones that aren't the nephew will high five each other in excitement. Yeah. They'll be like, yeah, <laughs> we're important. No, nope. yeah, they're just trying kid, to though. write you off the show. Yeah. Believe. It's I I mean, I will say the Mando episode once again was for me horribly disappointing. Yes. Which that was the one before this, I believe, wasn't it? Yes. Right. Yeah. And uh, but other than that, I've liked for the most part. I I, there's definitely times where it feels like, oh, here we're it's a recycling assets episode. That's my problem. And the Mando episode was definitely felt it felt like that. Like we can't spend money to design a bunch of new stuff. So we need to recycle as many assets as possible to save cash. Um, this episode didn't feel so much that way, but this is also like a t- almost completely in space episode. Yeah, it was completely so in the, space. Yeah, that's that's another way of saving money in it, and it's starting to show, or at least it feels like that's what's happening. Like they're cutting corners for cash, and maybe maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe they're just that's the way well, they're writing the show. The rebels they didn't have a lot of cash. That's I'm true. Not talking about rebel cash. That's why they're always stealing stuff. Yep. Well, I mean, it's it's felt like to me, and this is where I get, I guess, a little miffed with some of the stuff. I mean, you've got, I mean, this Rebels TV series we've known is going to be finite. I mean, it's, right. this can't go on forever. Right. So, you know, it's like, well, then plan it out, man. I mean, if you <laughs> make, know. Make every bit hit. Right. Yeah, exactly. I, I, yeah. I mean, you I'm on the outside. And you can I know say that. that as much as you want, but these aren't droids and a uh, gun and Jar Jar episodes. No, like you're Clone right. Wars. They're nowhere near right. that bad. Yes. No. Right on. Yeah. You are. You are right on there. So, yes, I mean, it's infinitely better than and I think I've mentioned, you know, with Clone Wars, maybe I liked a third of the episode. Yeah. You know, this which uh, that's fair. Right. I mean, with this, not even close. I mean, most of these have value you mm-hmm. know the ones that i've seen so um so yes i mean that's apples and oranges for sure Word. but i mean with this you know coming out and again i know this is easy for me to say on the outside on the inside these guys don't know you know <laughs> hey we we did this first season are we going to have a second season i mean they don't know that yeah. you know yeah. so I, it's easy and, for and, me and, to be, and a be story- mad on the outside yeah this story is essentially the the classic story of oh these kids are hiding in the wood in, a cl- in the woods in a clubhouse while there's a war going on around them and just because their clubhouse has never been attacked they think they're actually holding off the enemy. <laughs> in reality, the enemy doesn't give a flying yeah. crap about their clubhouse. And it's funny they they don't they keep calling everything a star destroyer and they're like <laughs> that, no that's not that a star was, destroyer that's that's a cruiser like oh star equally, destroyer no that's a that was ship. equally that was equal parts dumb and actually and then the funny. star destroyer jumps into into system and like they're like holy crap and you're like yeah that's a star, that's destroyer. A star destroyer you jerks like, everything every ship they see that's even marginally triangular in shape <laughs> like, is a star, star destroyer, destroyer. <laughs> and, then, like, and they're like, like yeah we're gonna take out a star destroyer yeah we took that's them cool. out uh, high fives yeah, that was just a cruiser bro yeah. Learn your yeah. capital right. ships. Come on. 
It was all right episode. Yeah, it was all right. So moving on, I think we've ah. said all we can about Iron Squadron. Unless we are we still rating these? We haven't rated rated things in a while. I don't know. Um. Okay. How many? Uh. How many? Uh. YT twenty four hundreds out of YT two thousands? Oh my god. Or YT two thousands, the one with the cockpit in the middle. Yes. I really I like. Know. I really like both of those things. Uh huh. YT two thousand that handled like butter. Yeah. In the alliance. Fifty fifty. The inky do. Uh, bro. Uh, bro. T- four. Oh, <laughs> meaningful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I just really like both of those ships. Yes. So yeah. I think I'm rating the rating system more than I am the episode. I'm okay with that. Okay. I'm okay All with right, that. It, it warrants it warrants a little uh a little subjection. All right. Cool. Cool. So. All right. Anyway, Anyhow, the Winkathoo job. Winkathoo. Winkathoo. Wink, Wankathon. The Wankathoo. Wow. Wankath- Whoa. job. What kind of podcast is this? You know oh, what I, kind. You know what kind. You know exactly on, what kind. <laughs> You've listened. Well, wankathon. You knew what kind of podcast you were getting into. <laughs> Wankathons yeah. make me question things. You know what I'm saying? So Star Wars Rebels, Wankathoo job. And I'm <laughs> sure I'm sure I'm butchering that, but I can't remember how they said it in the episode. Anyway, we got some returning characters. Everyone's favorite, of course, Hondo. Petrie was thrilled. Oh, he loves him I'm some sure. Hondo. Hondo was Hondo. back again. Hondo, I think, is in every third episode now. <laughs> it, yeah. I don't think I'm exaggerating at all. Statistically, I, I think you're right. Yeah, it feels like he it. was in. Yeah. He was in the season premiere, right? So it was yeah. two episodes, and then uh, he was in a few other ones after that, and then this one, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're only what six or seven into the season. <laughs> yeah, this is, and we've had him. Is at least yeah, is at least the third episode of the season he's been in. <laughs> yeah, so half, roughly half. Yeah, the Hondo show. Yeah, Hondo show. So they keep bringing back Hondo, but now he brings his buzzy as Morgan, who yeah, he- <laughs> been in <laughs> earlier. Oh, geez, season. we've seen this guy. Before. Instead, yes. instead of having him have a new partner, they bring back as Morgan, which again. No one gave a crap about As Morgan, and their little tie-in to when they dealt with As Morgan before. Of course, As Morgan was the design for As Morgan was the original Macquarie artwork for Jabba the Hutt. Yes, and he's a little red guy who tried to buy Hera uh, from Lando. <laughs> well, he did buy her. Yeah, oh, that's he right. He did. He's like, yeah, technically, yeah. I still own you. Yeah, and Hera's like, yeah, come at me, bro. If we'll the only reason, if the only reason they used as Morgan was for that bit, it wasn't worth the time it <laughs> no. used up. It was, it was so dumb. I think the only reason they brought him in is I was just to be a foil for Hondo, I guess. Just yeah, so he has someone and, and to bicker with. It would have been too much of a of a, a cast off, I guess, to just have a random new character. God <laughs> yeah, <forward. laughs> they could have brought Lando back, man. Yeah, yeah, but I think they're trying to play up Hondo, and if you'd had Lando in the As Morgan role, you can't have Lando getting bested by Hondo. That's true. Which I mean, which I'm bested, quote unquote, but still. So yeah, this was another episode that was about what, Garrick? What did they need to go get? Proton bombs. Proton bombs. It's the new Kyber crystal. Oh yeah. So they discover (laughs) this. this Imperial, or I guess uh, Hondo and As Morgan have come across some intel that there's this Imperial facility with a uh, or a cargo ship with proton bombs that is slowly crashing into a planet, and they have to act fast to get them all off before it completes. Also, its it's full of untold riches. Untold there's rich. gold in them there freighters. I've, I've got gold fever. Oh, I'm dancing. Look at me dance. Oh, there's gold. Me number one dime. 
Glum gold. <laughs> I, I hope somebody got that. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah. So anyway, ah, yeah, they, they kind yeah. of uh, pilot their ship and they jump on board and, you know, stuff goes down. And of course, I think the whole uh, moral of the story is Ezra needs to start trusting his leaders because uh, Hera puts Zeb in charge. And uh, he's strictly and, because Hondo's involved. Yeah, strictly because they know, hey, Ezra, you and Hondo aren't necessarily good together. So we're putting Zeb in charge. Of course, Zeb is uh, not a, him and Ezra have their their beefs and Ezra doesn't want to do anything. Uh, Zeb is saying and any little thing that goes wrong. Of course, Ezra's throwing it back in Zeb's face and yeah. Zeb's getting. That's why you suck, Zeb. Yeah. Says. You see, Zeb, you see that? You yeah. suck. Yep. In your face. Suckage. Yeah. So it's interesting to see uh, they, Ezra's just kind of like, well, we got to get get through this. I'll just cut a hole in this door. Well, and then Zeb's like, why can't you just wait for it to? Oh, it opened. Uh, yep. Chop it, like worked. they cut the hole, the whole thing, hole falls out <laughs> and they, they're getting ready to walk through it. And instead it just opened. Yeah, because they got Chopper over on the other side of the station, restoring power and all that good stuff. So. Which, by the way, that sounds like something that I would make happen when you guys botch while playing <laughs> Star Wars tabletop. Exactly what would happen. It's like, I, I rolled a 72, but I botched. <laughs> <laughs> you cut a perfect hole in the door right before it just, someone leans against the panel and it opens on and its it, own. And the botch plays out later as... Uh, they, yes, it does. <laughs> they alert. As they are wont to do, <laughs> as the uh, the security droids on the the ship are activated uh, due to uh, some some stuff being tripped, and uh, and they end up blasting one, and it awakens all the other droids that are protecting the facility, and they oh, well, let's shut ourselves in this uh, cargo area. But which, by the way, that sounded like another epic botch. Yeah, now, those those droids. Some people think they resemble something. Yes, these droids are. Welcome back. <laughs> your I don't even care. I don't know. <laughs> Did they name them in the in the show? Yeah, no, they they, they called they, them sentry droids. Yeah, they called them okay. imperial sentry but droids. I have got to I have got to point out. And if anyone that makes the show listens to this podcast, we know they all do religiously. <laughs> uh, if they listen to this podcast, we know what you were doing yeah. with those footsteps. Oh, we know. Because the, every time they, like, the, when you can't see them and they're walking in the quarters, you're hearing, and I was having flashbacks and sweating. I was curled up in a fetal position, crying because of those horrible memories of Dark Forces 2 being stalked by those uh, those Phase 1 Dark Troopers. And yes, these looked a lot like Yeah, according to Rebels Recon, which is, I guess, a YouTube show, they they actually came out and say, yes, they were inspired by Dark Troopers from the Dark Forces. So at least there is a thing that looks and acts like a Dark Trooper again. Damn it. You know what? He should just call them Dark Troopers. Yes. Why didn't he do that? Well, I think let's let's remove ourselves... Let's remove ourselves from the from the old legends uh for a moment and realize that the term dark troopers is really lame. No, it's not. No, it's yes, not. It is. But didn't that you add phase, phase not to me. the concept lame. was awesome? No, you but say dark trooper phase one, then it sounds cool. Dark troopers activate. Dark trooper <laughs> phase two. Uh, dark troopers. Also, they're not troopers. They're dro- they were droids. Not the yeah. not, they're not phase troopers. Three. Phase three was a dude in a suit. Yeah, well, phase three wasn't a phase, it was just a one off. Yeah, but it was a dude. Phase one, like a phase two dark trooper is a complete dark trooper is a droid. Yeah, but phase three dark trooper had a dude. I'll come at you, you bro. You know what, dude? These are dark troopers until somebody tells me otherwise. Well, they I agree. And they're kind of um, 
I mean, they're kind of in between. They're kind yeah. of between like a phase one and a phase yeah. three. Yeah, right? a phase one and two. A phase one right. and two. But yeah, I mean, seriously, the cocoon, cocoon, cocoon. It was so <laughs> obvious nice. that they were trying to to instill that feel that same thing from the right. Dark Troopers right. in the game. So yeah. that was cool. They that even had cool. the the weird electronic voices, and I was like, yeah, yeah this is cool. Real nice. red glowy eyes. Nice. Interesting. Yeah. Well done. Well done, sir. Yes, well done. hats. A, a tip of the hat to a you. Tip of my cowboy hat, if you will. There you go. My Stetson. <laughs> yeah, my Stetson. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, they end up uh, getting some proton bombs back onto the ghosts and proton bombs. <laughs> of course, since uh, they cut a hole in that door and they try to lock themselves in the cargo area, it's not very effective the, because uh, <laughs> yeah, the hole. They the botched. Hole. That's why. They botched and it came back. Yeah. So uh, they end up getting off the ship and off the the dying ship before it blows up. And as Morgan and uh, Hondo end up getting one box of treasure off the ship of untold treasures. Yeah, they they had a bunch that they wanted, but they could only uh, get one given the the condensed time. Yeah, because they were under fire from these sentry droids, aka dark troopers. So yeah, they get off and then they open the box of treasures. And it has an Ugnaught in it. Yep. <laughs> Which is one of uh, uh, Hondo's crew that he had yep. left behind when he visited this, the ship earlier before yeah. he had contacted the ghost crew. <laughs> so, uh, and it, ah. the, Ugnaught, the Ugnaught knew he'd probably ditch him oh, again. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> he, he so, was just about to. Yeah. So he cleared out the crate that he knew Hondo <laughs> wanted and just climbed into it. <laughs> this is my way out. Yeah. So as Morgan's like, technically, I still own half of him. <laughs> yeah, because they said he owns half of the treasure in the box. So now Asmorgan claims ownership yeah. of half jokes. of the crew member. Guys, jokes. Yeah, yeah. Eh? Landed, landed great. These are the jokes. Yep. So they got all the proton bombs. Hondo got no treasure. I don't know. It all was just so... Kit, Garrick, how far in advance did you know that the Ugnaught was in that box? Uh, As soon as they said whatever his where's name is. Where's the Ugnaught? Yeah, where's, where's that guy? Oh, yeah, yep, he's, he's, he's definitely he's totes in the box. Yeah, so I'm going to wait seven or eight minutes for you to reveal to me that that's actually what's happening. And sure yeah. enough, it Oh, there it you was. go. I'm like, yeah. I felt, yeah. There's nothing in that box. They wouldn't. The writers don't want Hondo to win because right. they keep naming him to come back. I feel like we've played this exact adventure in a tabletop role-playing Just thing. about, yeah. The almost exact. Well, uh, you know what? If they had Mike on their team, they would have known that Ugnaught was there before they took the yeah, crate. Yeah, that's right, because Mike leaves no crate unopened. None. None crates. None of the crates. But, oh, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I didn't feel like it was masterfully crafted, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah. It was a good one. I'm ready one. for something with some heavier Like, this was literally, like, had no effect on the main storyline, except they got proton I'm, bombs, I guess. Yeah, I am absolutely positive in the next two or three episodes, they will say, well, we can use those proton bombs we got off that crashing freighter on, <laughs> yeah. you know, Maker yeah. Berlade Berber. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, that's a plan. Yeah, well, here's that another plan an that's episode. unrelated. Yeah. <laughs> that was the last oh. episode, remember? <laughs> oh, that's episode! Supposed, I don't oh, I'm breaking the, the fourth wall again. Damn it! Oh no, it's moonlighting. <laughs> yeah, so, so. Uh, we'll see what happens later on. I think next couple episodes should get us back on track with the main storyline. Looks like we got some Thrawn in the next episode, the Inside Man, and then the one after that looks like we get some Darth Maul action. Right. Ooh. Right on. So you know it's gonna be so, good. While we're spoiling stuff. Yeah, let's spoil the heck out of everything while we're at Rogue it. Rogue One Bring comes it. out in Rogue. a couple days. 
We're not going to spoil Rogue One, Star but guess Wars what? Star Wars Catalyst, a Rogue One novel. We have to prepare the fans. Colin by the, by New York Times bestselling author, Jimmy Luceno. Good old, <laughs> good old Jimmy, Jimmy Luch. Jimmy Lou. He Jimmy says the Luch. Okay, Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy the Luch. Yeah. So yeah. It's a... Uh, <laughs> We we talked about we talked this before. About Howie's finished it now, so we're gonna do some recapping. Uh, Garrick and Howie. Yeah, last go. time I felt kind of hesitant spoiling some of the stuff. This it time come out that week. Okay, yeah. two weeks later, go. This time I give zero craps about spoiling it. So all right, you've been so warned. Don't tune Guys out, and girls. Don't tune out because there is ladies, so much more content coming kids, ahead in the podcast. And go. Also, <laughs> also, this is exactly what you need to know going into the movie. Yeah. Right. And yeah. go. If you yeah. haven't read this book, you will not know what's going on in the movie because I and ever go. according according <laughs> to Star Wars people. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, like I discussed last time, it's the backstory of of the Ursos and Agent Krennic, uh, and how they relate to each other, and how they uh, built a super laser on the Death Star because, as we've seen from Episode Two. Apparently, the Geonosians, I guess, designed the Death Star. <laughs> and uh, but they didn't. I, they didn't uh, know how to create the that. super laser that was the, of course, what made the Death Star effective. Because the big floating moon is kind of pointless without a big ass laser on the front. So, yeah, it's kind of a. They it's uh, it starts off, and we're in the Clone Wars, and uh, Lyra, who's uh, Jin's mama, and uh, her daddy. Uh, uh, or no, wait, that's the other guy. What's the guy's name? Oh, I forgot his name. Urso. Urso. Yeah, Galen. Bob Urso. Galen Urso. <laughs> Man, drawing a blank. It's too late. Chad. So Galen and Ly- Lyra Urso are, are married, and they met, and she was an archaeologist, and he's a uh, energy scientist who focuses on kyber crystals. Kyber. Because why not? Because why not? If we could study any crystal, might as well be a, a kyber. That's, that's that's what I the always say. I'm studying. Yeah, yeah. And meth. Well, yeah. Well, they go hand in hand. I, kind of. Yep. Yeah. Hand in shaky hand. <laughs> no teeth. <laughs> yeah. So it starts off, and he's trying to synthesize some fake uh, kyber crystals, but he's not kyber. very successful because kyber crystals are kyber. living. They're a living entity. They're, oh God! Yeah. They're alive. Well, of course well, they're living crystals. Come on. They never really came out and said that. Oh, they said it. They said a lot. That yeah, they're, they're living. Well, yeah. you know, life formed on Earth. Are you listening to Jimmy the Looch? <laughs> living crystals. They have a, uh, and so you know that's his main focus. And him and Orson Krennic were old college buddies in the uh, this. Uh, I guess it's hard to describe. It wasn't really a university or college, but more of a. Uh, a home for gifted students. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Much like a, yeah. a, a Hogwarts Science Academy or something. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, that's the Xavier School. Yeah. I think it's what you Yeah, that's say. right. The Xavier School for yeah. gifted youths. Yeah. So Orson and the Galen youth, were, the youths of the country. were both uh, accepted into this uh, program because of their brilliance and genius. And they kind of got close together. Galen was kind of the nerdy guy. And Orson was a guy who was. Who like to party and hang out with the chicks, and you know, drink beer out of a keg, upside down, you know that kind yep. of thing. 
So they they go way yeah. back. There's, it was kind of cool, I guess, going into Rogue they're One. They're like Mike and Sully. That yeah, they're like Mike <laughs> and Sully. I guess Galen would be Mike, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's cool to see. I guess from the previous Rogue One, we kind of see them interact a little bit. But it's good. I guess reading this novel, it's good to know that there is some a lot of history there between these two characters. Yeah. So the movie, we you know, the trailers, we get the impression that, you know, Krennic shows up to take Galen. Yeah. From the from the dialogue in the uh, in the trailer. Yes, exactly. So it, it kind of goes starts with through Galen's life and they have uh, they have a baby, a baby, you know, Jin or so. Dies. Yeah. She, she dies a cloner. Yeah, they're 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 kind of there. They're, they're cloners. Anybody knows that we're joking? Who hasn't read <laughs> Damn <the book>? good <laughs> ones. Damn good ones too. Yeah, take her to comedian. It's the new Kyber Crystal cloning. Yeah. Kyber Crystal. <laughs> so they kind of well, run. They run the facility on Kyber Crystal. It's cool because Kyber. they're they're kind of doing this uh, re- science research in the middle of the the Clone Wars, and uh, Orson uh, wants. Uh, Galen to work on this super laser, but he knows if he comes out and be like, and says, "Hey, we need you to work on the super laser," Galen's gonna say, "You know, screw you, I'm going home." So okay, yeah, I so think it's I think it's, it's important a to super know. Laser. It's a, it's very important to note that Galen and uh, what's the wife's name? Lyra. Lyra, they're like anti getting involved with any of the war efforts of peaceniks. Yeah, yeah, and and. Uh, their main focus of researching the the kyber crystal is to be able to uh, provide energy to worlds. All you know, free renewable free. energy yeah, for everyone yes. is not cliche at all whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's that's kind of the basis of who they are, yeah. and they're very stereotypical hard stance. I'm never going to get <laughs> so, involved. Yeah. So let me fast forward. <laughs> You probably already know how it ends. <laughs> um, this is very. The, the book I'm, is very. What I'm. Uh, you could, you uh, know guessing, what's going to At some point, oh, yeah. Krennic goes. You know, I'm a smart guy, but I'm not quite as smart as this other guy I knew. But he's a little, <laughs> you know. So, because <laughs> I think what we're going to do is trick him was into. A, was, directly in the book actually yeah pretty much uh we're gonna trick him into working for us and lie about what we're actually doing and when he finds out he's gonna be like this is how you use my research and also in some fashion his wife will die as a result and then he's gonna go into hiding somewhere and then rogue one happens well you, nope. you almost got it. almost almost okay his wife okay. doesn't die but everything else is spot on okay <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, it's basically because uh, this is not a new. It's basically story. what you no, said. No, but no, no, no. It's no, no. it's interesting to see how Orson kind of manipulates him. Uh, he put, uh, you know, he does all this stuff, and he's like, um, Galen's kind of down on his luck, and he, they they kind of brand him as a traitor because he was taken captive by the separatists, and they think he was a spy because they didn't kill him; they kept him alive. So he he kind of can't get any work anywhere, so he can't provide for his family. And so Orson kind of, you know, you know, gives him a little a couple of little deals here and there and kind of helps him out. So he kind of gains his trust. And then he he like purposely gives him a really like corporate type job. And Galen's like this hardcore scientist. He's he's all about discovery, all about the science of everything and about making new breakthroughs. And the job he gives him is kind of this his boss is like, listen, man, don't try to improve things. Just make sure 
things are working the way they should work. And so having Galen in this like constricted environment kind of, uh, you know, it kind of breaks him down a little bit. So when Orson comes to him and says, hey, man, I got this project about renewable energy for everybody, and it's with real kyber crystals. You need kyber. to check it out. What's the name of the company again? Oh, man, it's some sort of communication company. I can't remember what's kyber. the name. Oh. Kyber, kyber Tech, right? No, it's like kyber tech. <laughs> Kyberdyne. Uh, it's Kyberdyne. Kyberdyne Systems. <laughs> In a Kyber. I, it was pretty it was pretty in- silly, whatever it was. Yeah, I'll, try, the, I'll try to find it. But the it, day that Kynet came online. It's basically <laughs> just a, a company that does, it's basically like an AT&T, uh, inter- intergalactic AT&T. So <laughs> was Kynet. Didn't you see the last movie? Yeah. So he's like, I'm we just, just want you to get our communication satellites functioning the way they should. Don't try to improve stuff. And, yep. and so, you know, Orson's like, hey, man, I know you hate your job, but I got this cool thing with this new empire thing we got going on. You should totally check it out. So, of course, he goes and works with uh, Orson because he really doesn't have anything else to do once the uh, separatists are defeated and the empire kind of just takes over everything. So he goes to work for uh, Krennic to make renewable energy with Kyber crystals. Kyber! And, of course, you know how that ends. Yeah, ends up. Making Death Star lasers. Death Star laser, yeah. So the end. Of course, through a series of events, he finds out what his research has really been up to, and uh, he and Lyra uh, team up with Saw Gerrera, who's in the book. Yep. And they uh, find a way to get off the planet and find a secluded location, which I assume is uh, what we see in the preview when Orson Krennic comes up on that that kind of house area on the on the side of a mountain so yeah so sagar i think I, I think the key important things to note for the going into the movie is sagar is very familiar with the ursos he helped them escape okay yes. so there's some familiarity there gotcha. yeah uh the orson krennic is on a similar level of of uh being a tacticianer like um uh, uh tarkin uh, tarkin yes and Tarkin and uh, Orson, or yeah, Krennic is they're at odds yeah. with oh, yeah. each other because they both want to. Um, con- they both want to command the Death Star. Yeah. So right. and uh, oh, we know how that pans out eventually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I, I think for the movie, those uh, and and we kind of already talked about the Ursos kind of backstory and what and what's going on there. Space so hippies got it. I think yep. those are the, the main things to follow the book and and to go into the movie. Yeah, it, it makes sense. I mean, I, you know, here, here's my here's my take. Uh, science nerd gets duped by a uh, military nerd. Uh, military nerds also fighting for power gets duped by a uh, B.A. military guy. Uh, and uh, in some point they make a giant super weapon and science nerd is like, oh, dang. <laughs> and now Rogue One happens. I think the, That's I think I the assumption is uh, what... Um galen had done to the laser didn't quite make it as powerful as the empire wanted i, right. I think this is what i'm which is probably a with a test fire that we're seeing in the trailer because yeah, it doesn't just it's not destroying a planet but it's yeah. like nuclear bomb at least yeah so i think looking. they're that's why orson seeks out galen again to get him back to make this thing what we see in episode four right i think that's the assumption. and i think i think rogue one is going to pick up very closely at right after the book, like within right. yeah. minutes, months, <laughs> months. Yeah, because <laughs> well, how old Man is she seconds. in the pre? How old is uh, 
Jenny. They never really in the they never really said the age, but she was she was like uh, five or six at the end of the book, I think. Yeah, that's what it seems like, and and it seems like in the movie when uh, uh, Krennic's up to capture him or back, it's uh, she's about that you know yeah. age, maybe a, maybe a year. At the end older. of this book, they basically got the superstructure of the the Death Star nearly complete. And they're just at the mall, at the mall insulation, right? No, yeah. Yeah. it's right. at Geonosian. Uh, Geonosis. <laughs> yeah, they actually have Geonosians, uh, which, which build is the Death Star. Exactly what yeah. they put, what he put in the Tarkin book. So, yeah. Yeah. yep. I'm assuming. Well, they're Jimmy gonna, Luch, I'm, I'm blaming Jimmy the I'm Luch an, for I'm it. I'm assuming maybe, I don't know if they'll mention this in Rogue One, but they didn't mention a book, but they at some point are going to exterminate all the Geonosians. And I'm, because what we saw in Rebels. Yeah. So I'm assuming because they worked on the Death Star to keep them silent that something is going to go down where they go on a mass extermination of, of the Geonosians. Right. So, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and well, um, that's our brief recap. Of, uh, and and uh, Jen Erso's, uh nickname is Stardust. Yeah, it's because she has Stardust in her eyes. Oh God! I th- I was I I was so terrified you were going to say that, and then you said it. <laughs> I said <laughs> it. I exa- did. <laughs> that's exactly Sucker. what uh, Galen or so. But said. overall, I I didn't think first met his baby. Overall, I didn't think it was a bad book. I like there was a lot of the writing was was good. I thought the plot was good. The the characters were really good. So I don't know. I think to it, me, it's it's it, by this time you know the movie's getting ready to come out. But if you haven't picked up already and just read it like fast yeah it's, it's worth you could probably read for, it i think for most people it's worth you can it. read it afterwards and you probably get a you know pretty, yeah better feel i disagree i believe that for most people who see the movie it's not worth it but for <laughs> I, most people who well, want to read the books or read you. all of the books anyway if they're you no 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 i'm talking about most moviegoers that will see a star wars film don't read any star wars books that's the only point i'm making i think you gotta you got you got of the of the people who read star wars novels i think it's the only real you get to pick from well well, that's who we're talking to, I guess. Oh yeah. yeah. So okay. All right. Yeah. That's who I'm talking to. Yeah. If if it is any I'll interest talk to, to him you. Too. It's weird because when I say those words, I still count myself among them, even though I'm I totally don't. not. Re- I know, you <laughs> I know. Don't. and that's fair. <laughs> but in my mind, I do because of decades spent doing so. Right. And but right. but I just oh man, it's hard to get my interest. Need to read kindled. Lost Stars. Man. Well, I try. Yeah, I know. But uh, you know what? I, I took a long break and I came back with the first aftermath book. No, and that, don't do it. I know. Well, you guys defended it to me. Then you guys were it defending it to me. You just can't handle the tents. That's the issue. The tents made it bad, but there were a lot of other things that made it worse. So read Lost Stars. I, it's the best yeah. one. Best At one. At some point, I will. At some point, I absolutely will. Do it now. So download it. Anyhow, Buy it. no, I'm not. I can't do it now because now it's time for the Porkins bite of the week. Wait, oh. What? Oh, my word. Double Porkins. Again? <laughs> double Porkins. Mama Monster Porkins. I don't know if y'all know this, but the set for Chewie's home in the Star Wars Holiday Special Again? was masterfully crafted completely in 360 degrees. Wow. It was only after it was done that someone realized they couldn't light it properly, nor did they have any room for more than one of five television cameras they thought they'd be using <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> Whoops. I think they would have thought of that. Wow. That's why Lucas does everything in CG. You don't have to worry about uh, that. Right? I, I get it now. He learned I from the holiday why he special. Got away That's from that. Yep. So, uh. You have to think ahead. Oh, no. Guys, let's, let's dive back for a second. No. Um, I'm. 
I'm know, hyped up, uh, man. I'm hyped up. Uh, a lot of we got we, we there's there's a uh, there's a lot of different kind of people in the galaxy. Yeah, there yeah. are. You know, yeah, I know. Some that. of some of them are shadier than others. Yeah, that's for sure. But Hondo. it's you know it's the holiday season, fellas, and and sometimes and whoop de whoop even the uh, and and poop de pop and dickery uh, doc. Yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, so. Even some of the shadiest characters, you know, during the holiday season, need to need to need to dial it back and find a way to unwind, and and take a second and think about the things that uh, that allow them to uh, I don't know look on the bright side, you know, Mike, am I right? Look you sometimes the, you got to stop and, and think about the things that that make you feel good. Oh, right, I do that often. I mean, if we're talking about shady characters, I might go straight to you. So that means a lot. <laughs> So, That's but, uh, so having said that the fly casual glee club oh recruited goodness. a, recruited a special vocalist, no. uh, for this next song. <gasps> uh, but, but continuing mm. our holiday I series, Come on, uh, Justin Bieber. I, I'd like to share with you, uh, this song straight out of, uh, of straight out of Moss Espa. Oh. And sand scrapes on spanners, our <laughs> couplings wrapped in old padres banners, rows of old hyperdrives covered in things. These are a few of my junkiest things. <laughs> Broken translators and hydraulic lift tubes, bedding receipts and a well-weighted chance cube, ignorant customers with cash to fling. These are a few of my junkiest things. When the ranto bites, when the banter sheds, Pitroids kick your crotch. I knock over a pile of my junkiest things so that I can feel top notch. He does not accept Republic Plasma torches and Darwin astro droids. Kid who yells wizards and makes me feel annoyed. Ruby and parts, I got a lot of those things. This is the junkiest stuff I can bring. of new scrap that looks good at a quick glance. Padre I won in a rigged game of chance. Make you a deal on that T-17. These are a few of my junkiest things. When the yopi farts, when your wings crack, when you lose your slaves. I knock over a pile of my junkiest things and then I don't feel... Pray. <laughs> Gotta hit him on the nose. There you go. Wow. All right. Wow. You know what? I, I think I speak for everyone on this podcast, but Julie Andrews can suck it. I know it. <laughs> I know. I know. Seriously, she's she's got nothing on Watto. On, has it man. on Watto. Man, that was yeah, great. So not technically yeah. a, a Christmas song, but I guess I'll let it pass. But it gets a lot of Christmas play. That's true. Yeah. That's because it came out at Christmas but time every year, didn't it? Extra- well, yeah, they would always play it on TV. Yeah, <laughs> Thanksgiving and Christmas. No, no, Thanksgiving was a was a Wizard of Oz, right? And at Christmas they play Sound of Music all the time. But yeah, it it, it gets played on the on the hmm. Christmas radio station, all that stuff. Interesting. How? Yeah, yeah. You got to get with it, Garrick. 
it's you got to catch up. You're not listening to the Christmas stations enough just, is what I'm getting out of that. Yeah. I just listen so, to house. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. You got to wait for the drop. <laughs> Speaking of dropping things, it's time for the pork and spite of the week. <laughs> wait, what? Oh, wow. What, what are we up to now? 300. Holy cow. The best episode ever. I don't know if y'all know this. But the Star Wars Holiday Special aired when there were only three networks. What? And it still came in second in the ratings. <laughs> After what? Because even aliens and spaceships and Wookiee porn ain't got nothing on the goddamn love boat. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Damn. No, nothing's got anything on the love boat. Got beat out by the love boat in the ratings, bro. Love boat. Soon da, da, da. we'll be making another. <laughs> the love boat. Da, da, da. Wow, we are old. <laughs> I don't remember. Wow, that. we are al- so old. I wasn't alive when that aired. Oh, yes, you were. Yes, you yeah, were. Yeah, and you I watched say, every episode. And I will say this: I uh, in the last couple of years actually saw a complete episode of Love Boat. I don't know if it was on Crackle or what, but I was like, n- no, it is almost hilarious in that I mean the comedy and the writing was for the time pretty good and and it it, it almost kind of stands up some of it but it's the celebrities parading in and out with their little cameos that are just so out of time I I saw because it's not a thing you can get away with anymore and be taken seriously I saw the future I'm a version of uh, Love Boat does that count Uh, half credit yeah half character point little cap Little Captain Stewie never hurt anybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What was the name of uh, what was the name of the the bartender dude? Isaac. Isaac. Oh, wow. Mike's <laughs> on it. Got that mustache from yeah, the man. gods. That rectangular. <laughs> yes. Like it was like a Groucho mustache Talk on, about on angles. him, man. Yeah, yeah man. Oh man, he, he rocked that with a little bit of short fro. And nice. who was the there was there was the. Uh, the goofy, the goofy guy, Gopher. Gopher, oh. yeah, that, that guy with glasses. <laughs> no, I don't no. think he had glasses. He was a dark, dark hair guy. He was just kind of goofy. And, and, then, and then there was That's a Japlane right, guy. I mean, he yelled the. No, 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 that no. that would be Fantasy Island. Oh no, man, Gary's Dang. gonna get lost. <laughs> Dang it! And, and, and we're not even talking but about then we, lost. But then we have Dallas and Knott's Landing as Time well. Time for rumors. <laughs> <laughs> Before Mike starts talking about Falcon Crest. <laughs> That primetime soap op Dynasty. Tell me about Dynasty, Mike. Yeah, Mike. Tell me about tell me yeah. about olden days. Yeah. Who shot Jr.? That's all I have to say. <laughs> I know, man. I know. Nobody. It was a dream. Oh, when, Patrick, when Patrick Duffy That's fell Patrick off that Duffy. train into the river, did he die? I don't know. Let's all gather around the 13-inch black and white TV. I think he woke up out. in Wisconsin. The whole fifth season was a dream. I remember I was in a I was in a musical. I was a child. I was in a musical at a college. When the episode of is, I don't remember Patrick Duffy's character's name, but it was he alive because, you know, he'd fallen in the river or whatever. <laughs> and all of the girl, all of the women were crammed into the dressing room. And it was a little like 10 inch black and white TV with, the you know, the two knobs, the VHF and the UHF knobs. And they're huddled around and people are coming in and like slapping people like for their cues to go upstairs on stage because they were it was more important to them to be able to know if Patrick Duffy was still going to be on Dallas than it was to like, make sure that Polly holiday and Henry Winkler had someone on stage to entertain them upstairs. Wow. Because they were in the audience. That, that was night. a mouthful, buddy. Yeah. Yep. The yep. Fonz? Yep. Little story. I applaud you. My, my friend. life. 
rumors this week. Oh, boy. We got rumors? All, all F8 all the time, yeah, buddy. Yeah, baby. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. We're going to start today. You know what? I tried to avoid this story because I'm just like, oh, there's nothing here. But it just kept coming and coming and coming. So I'm like, what? all right. We're just stop it, Garrett. <laughs> I didn't on, say Garrett. anything. Nothing but dial, love, man. Dial it Nothing in, but baby. love. Dial it in. <laughs> okay. Supposedly, there's some leaked dialogue from Luke in Epe. Oh, okay. it's vlog. like one line. <laughs> that's all it takes. So uh, this. apparently, it says you're that's a hundred percent more lines than the last movie. Yeah, well, that's it, no, that's more than that. It broke the internet this week, so I'm like, I guess oh. I got to report on it. All broke right, the whatever. That's... So. <laughs> so uh so luke and oh my goodness everything just break my yeah my internet. yeah because of the, ar- the the article right <laughs> you said you broke the internet no he's probably been like using his uh using his laptop to like plow dirt and stuff like that. he's out in the field hey actually by a mule. actually my video card's working again i got my i got all my color back <laughs> I'm so thrilled. I'm glad. I thought it was broken. You were pretty drab for a while. I was. Yeah. Well, here's the line. Broken. You contain the spark <laughs> that will rekindle the fire. Yeah, that's yeah. it. What's yeah, he? Are they? Are they having? I don't, a even, know to, I don't even know how to. Uh... My eyes have been open. <laughs> we know the whole thing. We know all of it. My Zippo now. ran out of fluid a while back. And... <laughs> Hoping you got some my, my force has been awakened. This is like, I don't know why we don't have any other leaked dialogue, but this is supposedly. <laughs> also, at some point, Luke says, use the force. At another point in the movie, and spoilers, Leia says, Chewie, we're home. And at another point in the movie, yeah. Would somebody get this walk? This is such a vague statement, you know? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I, it's hard for me to get excited about this. But I mean, like I said, what if, what if he means like she's like the last Jedi? Like, what if he means? Well, I've done. We've kind of already had that table set for us, kids. Oh my! God. No, actually, they just they're coming across a campfire and they need someone to start their campfire. Oh! And so you contain the spark that will rekindle the fire <laughs> that we had. No, no. Actually, uh, they find out that uh, Skelly Michael I- Island is actually uh, located in the middle of Tennessee. Oh, uh. no, don't, no, <laughs> don't do it. I never get to make the most inappropriate jokes. You always get <laughs> now to Now I got to one-up you. <laughs> May want to turn it off at this point. Yeah, I know, now I'm scared. <laughs> what have I done? All right, so <laughs> enough of Luke. I guess not much else to say about that other than okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Supreme yeah. Leader Snoke, though, in the news. You mean Agent oh. Terex? It's Agent Terex. No, I mean Mace Supreme Windu? Leader Snoke. No, Jar Jar? no, I mean Supreme. No, no, I mean Supreme Leader Snoke. <laughs> in the Bad news this Vader. week, instead of Good <laughs> Vader. All right, there's there's some new theories about who um, Snoke is. I and just supposedly know he's wearing is... some pretty wicked looking acoustic uh, finger picks on his hands there. Yeah, they're Seriously. pretty crazy. Yeah, huh? it's for those Look kazoo solos. Yeah, he's going to get in there. He's going to get the banjo out and play us a tune. Well, supposedly there's some leaks and things and rumors and all this good stuff about... Uh, about friggin' the time. origin of Snoke. And, and no uncertain terms. Basically, what they're saying is that uh, Snoke is somehow responsible for the creation, in quotes, right. of Anakin Skywalker. What? Okay. So I guess you could kind of say Plagueis? that he's Annie's that he's Annie's daddy. He's the father. 
Well, Force fa- Force remember the father of, of the Force Father guy? Uh, yeah. See, okay. If you remember from Ep 1, supposedly Anakin is the product of a virgin birth. Right. Okay. So I guess it's not a, he's not the father in the traditional sense <laughs> of, of like mm. bumping uglies with oh, uh, Shmi. Yeah. <laughs> but more but, in the uh, spiritual sense. Yes. Oh that's... my gosh. So I wanted to remember what the, the, the father, the brother and the sister looked like from the clone wars yeah. and do not ever Google image search force father, brother, sister, ever, ever, <laughs> ever, 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 I have to do ever, <laughs> ever. Like, Gary's already. I want to rub Kyber crystals in my eyes right now. <laughs> that would do it. That so you have was, nothing, so you just have make nothing your to eyes add more to this discussion? I've Googled some horrible things in my time, gentlemen. <laughs> but well, I was not expecting what, what 100% of what I just got. Not not like, oh, no, there's a couple bad. Like It was like, whoa, that's Google thinks I'm after something I'm not. So I'm going to sit back and try to All recover. Right. Proceed. Okay. Proceed. So they are calling this individual the grandfather of Luke. What? Okay. Because if he was the father He's the grandfather quotes, of all Luke's. If if he wow. was the grandfather if he was the father in quotes of of Anakin, he would be the grandfather of Luke. So so supposedly he's in the line of Skywalkers ish, I guess. I guess which would make him great granddad uh <laughs> to uh Kylo, right? Yeah, I, guess. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know. Does does this resonate with anybody? This theory, I I don't know. I'm not sure what to think about it yet. I haven't really digested it. It could be Padme's dad. No, that would not be the case. Oh. Padme has a dad. Does she? Uh, I gotta say, you know, if you go back to the Clone Wars episode, don't Google the thing that I did. Uh, instead, how about <laughs> Google Altar of Mortis, which was the name of the episode. Uh, the father who is the father of the force. Cause we've talked about how there's possibilities of this whole thing being that the father is trying to recreate the balance because the balance was had between the brother and the sister before, you know, drinking from the fountain, bathing in the fountain, all that garbage. Right. Um, there's some visual similarities. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, there's a, we've, we've dropped the Fu Manchu, but other than that, skinny old corpsey white guy with the pronounced brow. I mean, What's it called again? Uh, Altar of Mortis. I changed my search to uh, Clone Wars father, brother, sister, and it was decidedly less. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Nice. So anyhow, uh, there there are some visual similarities. There. I don't know if you if you uh, mess up uh, the guy who played Padme's father's face, he might look like Snoke. Yeah. Right. Padme's I mean, father. Interesting yeah. theory, and it kind of plays into this whole idea of a spiritual being that you know has has sprung forth and created offspring and blah blah blah, and that you know perhaps Ray is part of this. You know, maybe she's not a Skywalker. Maybe she was sprung forth. You know, through a different you know means. Yeah. I don't know, but you know, because some people have speculated that she's 
you know, the reincarnation of Anakin and all kinds of different things. So there's even a screenshot from that episode that shows the father. And by the way, most of your search results are going to be the brother, which is the white guy, white skin guy with the red lines on his face. Right. The father is the old dude with the beard. There's actually a shot of him looming over Anakin like he is a spirit attached to Anakin in some way from that episode that if this were to be a thing that would be could be very telling because it seems like he is a father creature watching over Anakin. So I'm just saying maybe it's time to go back and dissect that episode even further, as painful as it may have been to go that deep for a lot of star Wars fans, you know, it, it, that deep in the mythos. I mean, to, to go right. fleshing things out that much. I mean, Snoke is going to be an interesting character because, you know, I, I, I mean, when I saw the force awakens, I like, I really had no idea how to take him. Yeah. And there's been so many different things. He's a reincarnation of Anakin. He's, you know, he's this, he's that. You can name a Star Wars character so, and he's Snoke. He or she or Snoke, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Or the brother. In this case, the brother could just I, right. be Snoke. Yeah. Why not? I could be you Snoke. Know. You guys don't know. You could. You could. Signed an NDA. My, my feeling is. You're almost skinny enough. My feeling is it's not going to be that simple. Right. I don't, I don't think that the creators of The Force Awakens and this new saga looked at the clone wars at all <laughs> i i i agree i agree uh but i also here's a weird thing i wouldn't put it past them to put together the force awakens and leave a bunch of wide open holes to be filled in later sure i wouldn't put that it, it that sounds like the wrong way to do things but the force awakens was kind of an oddball in that it opened up all these questions without providing any justification or answers or anything. Well, I mean, I, I'll it, it tell didn't you what, tease even. The one thing that's never been answered that nobody under, really understands is the virgin birth of Anakin Skywalker. So mm. this would fill that gap. It, it would, <laughs> right? <laughs> Come on, guys. I almost spat water all over my lap. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised Garrick wasn't on that one. <laughs> I'm waiting. Yes. <laughs> for a better opportunity. Oh no. Um I'm still very 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 frightened of that. So, anyhow. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, I know that guy. News this week. Um in the recent past, we've talked I mean, we've heard a lot about Ewan McGregor saying, "Oh, I'd be interested in coming back and you know, doing some more films and we've heard some rumors about a Obi-Wan trilogy and all yeah. kinds of weird stuff." That's but weird now stuff. But now we're hearing something else entirely. Yes. And those Obi-Wan rumors have kind of subsided a little bit, but you and McGregor still talking. I mean, he's like, Oh, I'd still be interested blah, blah, blah. So, <laughs> and meanwhile, everybody pretty much, I don't, I've never heard anybody complain about you and McGregor as Obi-Wan. No. And I, would, and I think everybody kind of agree. I don't care how you feel. If you think that the prequels were the best thing ever, I think everybody kind of agrees. It'd be nice to give him a fair shot. Yeah. Fairer I agree. shot. Agreed. Yeah. Well, the the newest rumor in the mill is about uh, Obi Wan actually returning to the saga films. What? Yeah. That we might be seeing an appearance by Obi Wan in Ep Eight. Huh? Hmm. Yeah. Horse ghost. I know. Flashback. Well, yeah. I mean, it would have to. Well, I guess <laughs> flashback <laughs> is possible. Yeah, how long did we spin our wheels uh, on that? I mean, I, I'm assuming Force Ghost. I mean. We're already hearing pretty strong rumors about Yoda returning. I don't know why we wouldn't see Obi Wan as well. I mean, and, do we and, get a, do we get a nice little gag line at the end of his scene where Luke looks at him and he goes, "Ben, I don't know how I feel about you looking younger than me." Right. <laughs> uh, there, there's going to be. Let, let's put it this way: 
And I think that if they do bring him back, there's going to be a line or something that addresses him being the younger version of him. Yeah, it'll be it'll be like he'll be standing. It'll be CG Alec Guinness. And then Ray will be like, you're a lot older than I imagined you would be. <laughs> and then he'll go, oh, does this suit you better? You know? Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure what to think about this. I mean, I, know. I, got I guess even better, even better. I'm sorry. Even better. Uh, he's standing there. He's like, Luke, uh, are you going to introduce us to your new pattern? When she walks in and he goes, oh, <clears throat> And turns around and just <laughs> like, young, puts his hair back like like he's gonna get ready to do a Jack Nicholson impression and like 1980 stand up. Nice. Turns around and he's young and he goes, "Well, hello, <laughs> how you doing? How you doing? Yep, nailed it." You know, we said that that when the Jedi they spent their whole life chast, so when they die and become one with the Force, they get randy. Hell yeah! Oh man, they're Why like they're you? like old people in an old people home. Oh, they're just yeah. throwing it everywhere. I'm just saying. I mean, I got to say, I've thought about this a little bit. I mean, if they did bring him into Ep 8 and he had some kind of cameo or yeah. a short thing, yeah. I'm okay with it, man, because he's cool. the only one. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the only I'm one okay. left anyway. I mean, well, let's put yeah. it this way in, in Return of the Jedi, we went from old Anakin to young Anakin when he was a ghost because of the special edition. So why not? Uh, we got to <laughs> keep bringing it up. I'm just saying it is what it is, bro. It is retcon that it stuff is what it is yeah. bro yeah it is whatever they want it to be <laughs> right after all according to the headlines Catherine i mean Kennedy is there anybody here that would be terribly disappointed true. if that was the case no i'm for it no i yeah uh, i'm in ewan ewan mcgregor needs to be in more stuff i miss him Corey, Corey's contemplating i'm i'm trapped by the legal precedent <laughs> of what they did with anakin and jedi but I don't like that legal precedent. I don't either, but it I is, think we need to take there. this to a higher court. <laughs> it's there. Let's let's all pray. The Jedi no. Supreme Court. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I I I would love to have you and McGregor involved, but I I feel like they need to do something to justify it. You know, like not just have him be there and be like, hey. I'm, I'm always, and then not explain it. Like it needs to be addressed. Maybe he finds Kanan's. But I can't think of something. a good way to address it. What's Maybe that? Maybe he finds Kanan's holocron, and it's just a recording or something. Yeah, there you go. Well, you know what? Ryan Johnson's um, known for his time travel-y stuff. So oh, whatever. Whoa, he's gonna loop I, back. I just because somebody's know. made a time Looper. travel movie doesn't mean that time travel is their thing. I don't know. Nah, you sure don't. You sure don't, pal. <laughs> he spent a lot of time thinking about yeah. it. I spent a lot of time he knows time travel. He's got it he on does. the brain. Yeah. Uh, all right. Maybe all Luke right. is what Anakin's next? dad. <laughs> Knights of Ren goes back in time. In rumors this week. And, yes. Uh, like Fry. Okay, like we're Fry we're going to talk that. about this force dream that Ray had. Okay. Before we do, I would like to encourage users to go to betterkind.com. Look at the show notes for episode one. Are we on one fifteen? One seventeen. Come on, man. Seventeen. Uh, well, the uh, title on the page is incorrect then. Um, but anyway, top of the top of the page. We'll talk later. It's no. all good. No, it's not. But fine. um, right. but right uh, the the picture on the link, if you follow to this item, uh, it looks like Kylo Ren is holding his lightsaber blade in his bare hand, which I'm gonna recommend people not do. Yeah, that's kind of weird. <laughs> He's got a Cortosis gauntlet. It's okay. Apparently. Apparently. Well, hello, Cortosis makes everything. Yeah. How else are you supposed yeah. to sharpen your lightsaber? I wouldn't know. Hello? I really uh, wouldn't. 
You got to do it somehow. I thought you knew Star Wars. I'm with you, bro. Anyhow. All right. So, okay, I'm going to back up for a minute, and we're going to talk about what we know about the Knights of Ren and what we think we've seen in Ray's Dream, okay? In Ray's Dream, up to this point, everybody has assumed that the scene that we see in the dream is the Knights of Ren. Just killed all the Jedis. Yes, that they have ransacked the Jedi Academy and that they've killed all the Jedi and that, you know, Luke is mourning that um, that loss and, and blah, blah, blah. Well, drink, drink, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I was drinking while you said it. Um, this new rumor this week is suggesting that that's not necessarily. The case. What? Ah, well, what would this new rumor be suggesting then? Well, this room, this rumor is suggesting that uh, um, that that Kylo Ren and the Knights of Ren that I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mike broke the internet. I did. <laughs> so we, uh, I'm, I'm 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 browsing through here uh, quickly, but uh, yeah. Saying that, uh, that, like the the guy that he killed was one of his own, but it was not necessarily. They're just basically saying that this isn't necessarily the ransacking of the Jedi. That we don't know what this this instance that what this um, Pablo what, Hidalgo tweeted in response to right. someone asking about. Oh, this. the keeper right. of the holocron, and said that uh, said that production identified that warrior as clan leader. Right, which speculation i think the easiest speculation that is that kylo ren may have just killed a dude to take over the rights of ren exactly. he assumed his quickening yeah. it became yes. so this this a assumption Highlander. that that, 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 that only a few that that scene <laughs> is the killing of the jedi is is not necessarily the case that is probably not the case and yes that's it that's exactly right and why we saw that when she touched luke's lightsaber was probably something that if will never make sense well <laughs> I mean, that has to do with the relationship between her and, and Ren, I would assume. I mean, somehow they have some kind of connection. Cousins. These are, things, these are, these are all dots that still Cousins. need to be connected, and we have not connected those dots yet. Yeah. Yep. I uh, I am so over-speculating about that stupid flashback. <laughs> it's going to be that way until we see the movie, man. I don't care. I'm like, I know. I, we're not going to know anything. I don't care. I don't want to know. I'm at the point now, and, and again, I like The Force Awakens, but I'm at the point where there's certain things about it that at first I was curious, and now I'm just like, you know what? No, it was done poorly. I don't know what I was supposed to get from it. I, And this is where I think J.J. shows how shows the generation of filmmakers that he's a part of. Um, he thinks he's doing something clever, and it ends up just being distracting. It's like all the shaky cam out there. I'm going to affect the audience by making stuff hard to see. It'll make it intense. No, you made it hard to see, and now nobody wants to look at it, you a-hole. It's the same kind of thing here where it's like, oh, we're well, going to make this really some mysterious. in there. You'd be all right. Yeah, throw some, yeah. <laughs> we're going to make this really mysterious, like super mysterious. And it's like, yeah, it's just confusing is all it ends up being. It, it's confusing if you don't pay any attention to it at all, and then you dig into it, and it starts to make a little sense, but you dig far enough, and you realize it's even more confusing underneath. And- I'm friggin' done with it. I quit podcasting. <laughs> Aww. And a well, thousand listeners cheer. Well, I the thing of it is, is I, I mean, now hiring new podcast some of that host. misdirection. I don't know. I mean, I know JJ's not involved, and and it's not his misdirection anymore. But I don't know. I, I mean, maybe they're just throwing some of this stuff out there to. I'm not throw people off the scent. I don't know. I'm not convinced we're gonna get payoff on all these questions ever. 
because this is JJ's movie and JJ's not making the other movies. And I don't know if all the other people making all the other movies are going to want to clean up every frame of his mess. You know what? Yeah, though? big things are going to be tied up, but I have I don't have to, there's nothing in me that thinks for a second that we're ever going to have like this particular scene, this part of that flashback justified. Um It could happen. It, but I doubt it, it. It should happen. It needs to happen. I, well, you know, but but then you have to have an explanation of why did Luke's lightsaber, of all things, make her see that? And that's just, that again is something that I'll bet you, I'll bet you, we never get an answer to. Or it's just such a cast off line. Look, if if that's the case and they didn't have that much forethought, then that's really disappointing. Uh, yeah, yep, yep. Uh, well, uh, why don't you just go ahead and hide your uh, wanna, genetically engineered people in uh, torpedoes? I don't want to believe that. Yeah, I don't like, want to believe that. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Mike. <laughs> I'm not as uh, butthurt about it. I, I'm butthurt. I'm, I'm straight up. I'm butthot. I'm, 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 I'm not butthot or butthurt about it. I'm, I'm just curious to see what happens. And I'm going to have, I'm going to let what happens happens right. and then decide after that. You right. know what? I, I don't am, have any doubt that they're going to answer this question. I am curious to see what happens. I'm writing off hope that these questions get answered. They'll answer what questions they feel like answering. I guess my anger is my anger is actually sort of like a release of energy in the fact that I'm kind of giving up expectations. So I think maybe how I am actually technically falling more in alignment with where you are. Yeah. Where I'm getting the point where it's like, I'm just giving up expectations because I know what I think would be the right way to do things at this point in my own head. And it's not necessarily what anybody gives a crap about doing. I know. I know. And uh, and so I'm just I'm kind of like, you know, what? I'm, 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 I'm at where I'm at. I'm just kind of like they're going to do whatever they're going to do. And I don't have faith in them to care as much about the details. We do, which I think when you're kind of uber geek fans of stuff, at some point, there's a come to Jesus moment where you go, you know what? We're, we're looking at it too tight. We're the people walking up to uh, walking up to to, you know. Uh, Captain Kirk at a convention and going uh, in episode uh, in episode uh, uh, thirty four where you uh, encounter the uh, Saurian species. Uh, uh, what, 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 what would Kirk have done if this had happened? Blah blah blah. And he's like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I have no idea. Here, this isn't a thing that anyone ever cared about. Especially right. since I mean, episode thirty four didn't point, even feature that creature. I know, right? Just Seriously, saying. that guy was a. To dork. your point, I, I I think this is kind of a. Um, a larger picture type thing. I mean, I don't think that, um, that the story is going to, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. I think it's, I'm... it's likely that we get who dropped, who dropped Ray off, how she ended up on Jakku. I think that's likely, you know, how, who is her parentage or something. I feel like that's likely. Luke. But when we get down to these other things, like, you know, Kylo Ren standing with a lightsaber over her and just like the stuff that's, more off the wall for that scene i i feel like they oh, could... I, I don't know i th- I feel like that scene uh by her picking up the lightsaber and this happening is too big to just not do anything with yeah, yeah. they're yeah. gonna it answer like it but key, I, key well, here, here's how i see it but, it's gonna like end said, what it's gonna, gonna some of it <laughs> sure here's here's the thing i mean we're gonna we're gonna say it was easy for force awakens for us to speculate on a whole lot of things because right we had no idea where things were going. It was just completely wide open. Now that we're in ep eight, I think we talked about this uh, an episode or two ago, but things are a lot more like, like focused now. Yeah. So it's harder to predict where things are going to go. Right. Or, or but even also the mysteries of ep seven were like, 
the opposite of that. They were just a shotgun blast on the chest of, right. oh my gosh. Things are more focused now and it's harder to zero in on that. And it's harder to hit all of the point, all of the cone of effect that the shotgun blasts hit. It's like, well, it's like, how are we going to clean up all of this mess? Well, let's focus on the stuff that's important and the high points. And that's going to be in the eye of whoever's developing the rest of the story. Right. You know, I feel like we're getting hung up on stuff that deserves to get hung up on if there's actually an answer. And I don't know that there is in a lot of cases. Do you think we're ever going to find out what happened, what really happened at the quote Jedi Academy or wherever the, you know, where other Jedi were being trained? Are we going to learn anything more about the other Jedi other than maybe a couple throwaway lines from Luke in the next movie? That I don't know. Here's what I do know. I, I mean, JJ was involved in F7, but. Eps eight and nine are being written by Ryan Johnson. Yeah. So I think there's going to be some, you know, maybe we won't see as much cohesion as we want between seven and eight. Yeah. But I think eight and nine are going to be very cohesive, you know, unless Trevor O gets in there and, you know, and really puts his foot down and does his own thing. But I, I don't, unlikely. I, it, right. It, it feels unlikely to me because yeah. it feels like they've given Johnson the, I mean, they've given him the, I mean, he's writing both scripts. Right. So, I mean, he's the guy. Yeah. You ain't he's, wrong. He's the story guy. You ain't wrong. So, I don't know. I, I hope that he and JJ, and we know that they were collaborating. I mean, there were stories way back when, back in 2014, right. that they right. were meeting, you know, so hopefully their collaboration. Well, one was, of the reasons why they tried to nail these guys down early right, was for that reason. That very reason, right, to get the story in, in place. So, that's why I'm still holding hope that, you know, when F8 comes out, we're going to get some of these things answered. I, 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 yeah. In I, fact, I, I, we are going to get fact, some of them answered. I in just fact, feel like I believe more... most of them will be answered in F8. I think that just like, you know, Empire to Jedi, that the big reveal is good. The big reveals probably in this case are going to be in F8, just like they were in Empire, and that F9 will be the cleanup. Yeah. That's like Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that's, that's how what I happened. Think. Yeah. Lot, lot of lot of wide open questions to cover, even in just a couple movies. Wide open. But here's hoping. Obviously, I think we all agree that we think most of the questions will get answered. I wonder how much detail they'll feel the need to drill down to, and how much can just be left. Well, to and webs. And, and it's a movie, so yep. you can only get you can only do so much detail. Yep. And, and it's it's very likely, like what Garrick was saying, that you know that's kind of what the books are for in some regards. Yeah, I mean, you have to make a good movie. It has to make sense. It has to be cohesive. Yeah, but you also have to leave some of those fine, you know, finer details maybe to to a book or something. You got Word. it. Speaking about leaving finer details, it is time to wrap this thing up, won't you? Yeah, please always wrap it up, guys. At, at Fly Casual eleven thirty eight, where yeah. Mister Steve Power Foreign Correspondent in the UK your official guide to keeping up to date with all the latest news rumors and everything and also uh you can engage us in conversation we can talk about the podcast talk about subjects talk about whatever you like talk about the weather i mean we're not above that no. really i mean we'll sometimes talk about people star are socially trek. awkward i will talk about star trek any day of the week yeah. with anybody but if you talk specifically about ds9 characters i will probably get oh that's where that's my specialty yeah. right there DS9. yeah Garrett tags in yeah. got some quark Okay. Yep. Got some Nog. Yeah. 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 Got Captain Cisco. Okay. This kid, uh, what's his face? All right. And then you got Odo. Yeah. Then you got uh, uh, Borg, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Maybe a Q. Okay. Uh, All right. The 
I'm okay with there's, it. There's, that, right, there's actually a character named Garrick, and that's what I'll end All with. All right. Yes. Now I'm up to speed on DS9. Yeah. Ask me anything. Uh, in the meantime, also go to Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast. Follow us there. Take part there. And run out to wherever you get your podcast and uh, and give us a nice little review so that we can reach more listeners. And uh, and if you like a short podcast, uh, hopefully you listen to this in pieces because <laughs> it has not been one. Speaking of which, it's time for the pork and spider. Wait, week. what? No, no way. Dear, no, 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 monster pork going for the four peat. Crazy. I don't know if y'all know this, but the Jonestown massacre. <laughs> oh, it's not funny. Uh, happened on wow. no- November 18th, 1978. The Star Wars holiday special aired the evening before on November 17th, 1978. That explains it. Any relation between the two events remains unconfirmed to this day. Oh. There, might, there might be a correlation. I don't there. know if I should be laughing, but I feel like I should be. Are we not past the statute of limitations about making Jonestown jokes? <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I'm what's telling on? you, you lost the millennials. You got on me. That you, one, buddy. you guys, you guys kicked me out on the Tennessee fire joke earlier because that's like a week old. And then Porkins kid comes in and, and goes back almost 40 years. And it's too soon, really, yeah, guys. Too soon. Is he spending the night? I think his mom just dropped him off and yeah. left him here. I hope not. I hope not because <laughs> I'm not going right. to. Yep. So anyhow, I'm Corey. Over there's Mike. Oh, hey. Hey, Mike. Hey. hey. Over there's Howie. So uh, Snoke's the father and Ray's the daughter. Yeah, it's kind of what it looks like if this goes anywhere, if this holds any water. Yep. Yeah. That was almost a poem. How about that? I like it. Yeah. Write it down. Let's, let's beta, <laughs> put a song around it and hand it to the Fly Casualty Club. Do it. I think it's a good idea. And over there's Gary. But. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Suckers. He did. He went. He Nothing went like but four <laughs> steps further. Nothing but four steps. He waded into a pool of jelly. <laughs> Get out of here. I walk around, I talk around, it's tricky, tricky, tricky. It's tricky to rock around, to rock around, that's right on time. It's tricky, 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 tricky. It's tricky to rock around, rock around, that's right on time. It's tricky. It's tricky to rock around, to rock around, that's right on time. It's tricky. It's tricky, tricky, tricky. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs>